Five, four, three, two, one. Blast off. Good morning, guys. Good morning, everybody. It is January 10th for us. And everybody, a good morning. January 11th for you guys. What? January 9th for us and January 10th for them. Tomorrow's my birthday. I know what Oh, my is. God. Happy birthday, babe. I'm so sorry. She's questioning right. me on the on the one day I do know it of the year. <laughs> Guys, all I want is a is a present from Chola Trucker. Why would you say that? It's a joke. Did you know Chola Trucker does not believe in birthdays? Why? It's a <laughs> it, It's funny because um and it's funny because when I talk to him, I agree with him, right? Why? But because he had told some of the other guys that, and they took it like, like he doesn't acknowledge birthdays at all. And he just simply says, no, man, it's just, I don't believe in throwing a big old party and this and that. And, and once you're 18, like for your kids. Mm. And it just became a little inside joke. Got it. Yeah. So... Actually, I don't want a present from him. I'm just joking. He knows the joke. Okay. He knows the joke. All right. So, um. All right. I got it. Guys, we are blessed. We are here. Blessed by the best. God is good. He sure is. All the time. God's always good. Dun, dun. And on time. He is here. Dun, dun, dun. In this place. Dun, dun. What else? Come on, keep it going. He's alive. Dun, dun, dun. On this day. Dun, dun, dun. What? I don't know. I, I ran out. Oh, my God. Sir, what? You ran out of things to say about the one and only. He's exalted. Dun, dun, dun. On high. Dun, dun, dun. He is mighty. And glorious. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so... I have no idea what that was about. No idea. Maybe 50 years old means delirious. I don't know. <laughs> Speak for yourself. All I know is I'm enjoying my 40s. I'm in my last few minutes. And I'm just enjoying it. For all I can. What? I got 16 more minutes. <laughs> 16 more minutes of being. So I'm literally going to turn 50 as I'm talking to you guys. That is so true. So they said, well, once you're 50, you got to be all serious. So I'm just going to be silly for the next 15 minutes. All right. No, I don't, I'm not going to be silly, but. Um, yeah, you know, today. Uh, it was really nice today. Youngest daughter came to visit hang out my mom and my dad came to visit and hang out abraham's day off he hung out your little david's day off too bobo's day off but he took he off didn't hang out. <laughs> he didn't he went to the gym went to play pool and he invited me to play pool next week yeah that's gonna be nice for you guys to hang out it was the funniest thing right because he walks in all excited because he had his own pool stick and I looked at him, he was like, what's so funny? 
Because out of all my kids, he's the one that had, how do you say, like the most characteristics of mine? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's like the closest to my personality, I guess, or, mm -hmm. right? Certain, like, modos, is mm -hmm. that, like, ways? Mm -hmm. So he walks in all happy with the pool stick, right? He goes, I'm serious about this. That's, he bunches it, um, practically comes to the door like a Kool-Aid man. And says, I'm serious about this. Mm. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's, and, he, and he picks up the pool stick. I got a pool stick, right? And I started laughing. He goes, what are you laughing about? I said, you have no idea how similar you are to your dad. Yeah. And he goes, why? I said, did you know that I used to play pool with my friends all the time? Like, that was the hangout. There was a pool hall in Manteca downtown where all the lights are at for Christmas. Little pool hall. We would play so often that I ended up buying my own pool stick. And I had my own little case for the pool stick. So he, when he walks well, in. Well, because, because you didn't drink and you yeah. had to come to an agreement with them. Yeah, because here's the thing, right? I was the one with a car. A lot of them, maybe they had cars, but I had the nicer one. I was in my music career, you know? Yeah. I was in, my, in a peak of my music career, doing my music. You know, the homeboys, they... They wanted to be around me. I wanted to be around them, but I didn't drink. So it was boring for me to go to a bar. And I, don't, I didn't do clubs because I didn't like to be in, around people like that. So we came to an agreement is a pool hall because they would drink because they would sell beer there. But they would sell soda. They would sell nachos. They would mm -hmm. sell hot dogs. So that's what we would do, play pool at the time. And one day I told my friend, I'm like, man, we come here so often. Why do we keep using these chip cheap pool sticks that they have they're all warped we should buy some you know so me and my best friend went and bought pool sticks so I used me to carry. and my best friend <laughs> <laughs> we used to buy a pool stick you know and um and it, that was just a fun thing that we did you know like it was literally i actually told my son on weekends but really because i didn't work i had a music it was every night <laughs> we were at the pool hall every pretty much every single night wow yeah so it was, it was a lot of fun so yeah, he's, he's all like, well, you should come with me. Yeah, so he was go with me next on my next day off. I was like, heck yeah. Yeah, I told him you should. That'll be a nice thing for them to do together. Yeah, playing pool's fun. I ain't that great, but it's just it's just a fun game. Yeah. Yeah. So remember, remember he showed up with a pool table at his house over there. Remember, he would, like, buy things and sell things and then buy things and sell things. And then he ended up getting a pool table from OfferUp. Oh, that's right, huh? Remember that? I he do. was just, a, what is he, like 16? Yeah. Not even. He was, like, 15. At his mom's house, he bought a little a used pool table. Not a little one, a full-blown pool table. I know, table. but it was used. A used one. Yeah. Yeah. This kid, man, he would put, like, one shoe on OfferUp. He sold it, too. And sold it. That like, was the weirdest thing, that somebody bought one shoe. He was a straight hustler when it came to that. He would put the weirdest stuff as a teenager, and people would buy it. And then next thing you know, he was, yeah, I bought a pool table. I'm like, what? what? He was, yeah, and the guy came and dropped it off and everything. <laughs> yeah, he would, he would sell. He would always look for things to sell. Mm -hmm. It was so funny. Yeah. Anyways, guys, I told you I was going to be silly. This is, I'm going out my 40s once i turn 50 i'm just serious like yoda once he turns 50 i'm married to an old man that's messed up i don't like it <laughs> why 
I don't like it. Why, honey? I don't know. Just don't. Mm. So. Oh. Um, we did have a question I wanted to talk about because it's an interesting question, actually. Yeah, it is pretty interesting. Yeah, and... Um, so somebody had asked, because as you know, you can ask your question here now. If you have a question, a biblical question or anything about Christianity, you can email your question at relevantbibletalk at gmail.com. Yeah, we forgot to mention that yesterday. I know. Relevantbibletalk at gmail.com. Send in your question. A biblical question. Can't a, you, a Christian question. Can't you do like a like something where you can just do a... a a pop-up where it just says at the end where you could just automatically put it at every time when you render it. Um, that it just becomes, you know how you put our email every yeah. time or something? Yeah, I could do Just that. put something that's informational at the end of, mm -hmm. you know, our devotional. Yeah. And it just becomes automatic, like send in your questions to da-da-da-da-da. And it just becomes an automatic every single time. In mm -hmm. case we forget, you have it there every single yeah. time. And you know how you can do a pop-up that says subscribe and a yeah. pop-up that says, you know, hit the like button, subscribe, yeah. hit the like, subscribe, and email your questions. Yeah. Those three things should be automatic every single time. Yeah. You don't do that already, huh? No, because I don't know how to make them. I got to pay somebody on Fiverr to do it. That's how I get those intros. But yeah. I mean, it's like 20 bucks to do it. Well, let's do it. I think we need to do it, get mm -hmm. it done. So this is an interesting question, and here it is. I don't know it verbatim, but basically he said this, is if God created everything, why doesn't the Bible talk about cavemen? I'm going to pull it up. Oh, so why? I shouldn't even try to no, describe why it? No, why didn't you ask me? Like, hello? Hello. Like, ask me. Hello. Is this it? Yeah. Click on the question. Okay. Alrighty. Here's the question. By whom? Jose. Jose D. Thank you. Thank you, brother, for ask, asking this question because it's actually a good question. I actually have heard this asked a lot, So, but I've never covered this on Relevant Bible Talk. And it says this. My question is, God created all things. But in the Bible, there is nothing mentioned about dinosaurs or cavemen. Okay. So, um, let's, hit the, let's hit them. There's two really questions there. First one is dinosaurs. Um, the Bible does not mention anything to dinosaurs. But here's the thing that you got to understand is the Bible is not meant to give every detail about this earth. The Bible is meant to point to the Messiah from beginning to end. It's almost like this, right? Is that, think about it, Adam and Eve, and then it goes into more generations, and then it goes into Noah, and then it goes into Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and then it goes to the 12 tribes, and it goes to Judah. And, you know, so basically, it would be like as if somebody said, I'm going to follow your life and your town. Imagine you live in a town of, of 100,000 people, right? And they choose to follow you with a camera. 
And then they choose to follow your children with the camera. And then your children, your grandkids, and so on. So it's the story of you. It's not the story of this city of 100,000 people. There's all kinds of stories going on. Deaths and sickness and accidents and births and weddings. and But the camera is not there to capture everybody's story. It's there to capture your story. Mm-hmm. So it's basically almost like everything the Bible describes really is on the peripheral of the, of, of, of the, of the Bible because the Bible's main focus was following the timeline till it got to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Make sense? Mm-hmm. So when you do that, so let's go back to if it was your story. Imagine you lived in a town called Coley, uh, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say in Coley there was no dogs, right? Uh, and there was cats and the cats barked, for instance. <laughs> Okay. I just pictured all of that. Right. So let's say a thousand years later, somebody is reading this story that is about your life, but you didn't have a cat. So that cat is not even described. And then later on, somebody would say, maybe there wasn't no cats that barked because it's not mentioned in this book. Mm -hmm. So the author, here's the thing the author would say is, my, my plan was to write a story on your life. And if you didn't happen to have a cat, it wasn't going to be mentioned in the story. I'm not mentioning the animals or the trees. Or, and if I happen to mention it, it's only because it happened to be in the middle of your story. But other than that, I, there's no reason to mention it. So anyways, I go on to say this, is that dinosaurs, um for whatever reason, are not in the Bible. We know that there's fossils. We know that the bones are there. We know that. Um, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I'm not an archaeologist. I don't understand carbon. uh, What's it called? When they do the carbon to time it. I don't know how they come up with those numbers. I don't understand that. Um, But it's interesting that the Bible doesn't mention that. Now, there has been some theories Mm-hmm. We some and again, we're not scientists. We we have no idea. I'm just a pastor in Modesto, you know. But some people have said that if you really watch, look, babe. I don't know if you ever noticed this. I'm sure you have. Look at it in the very first chapter of Genesis. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, right? In Genesis one. One and two, very beginning. Maybe there's something you thought of or or not. I'm not sure. Okay. It says, I'm going to read one and two. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That's verse one. Mm -hmm. Verse two says, the earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Uh, first this, God created the heavens and the earth. All you see, all you don't see. Earth was a soup of nothingness, a bottomless emptiness and inky blackness. God's Spirit brooded like a bird above the watery abyss. Yeah, so I'm not sure how, why it describes it like that in, in there, but in Do the you new... want me to read it in a different? Go to Amplified. Amplified. In the beginning, God, Elohim, created by forming from nothing the heavens and the earth. 
The earth was formless and a void or a waste and emptiness. The darkness was upon the face of the deep primeval ocean that covered the unformed earth. The spirit of God was moving, hovering, brooding over the face of the waters. Amen. That's good. Notice it speaks as if earth was already here. It just says that it was void. It was nothingness. It was a wasteland. Um, notice that? It was unformed. Yeah, it was unformed, but there was something here. But the earth was here. So, could the dinosaurs have been then? It was already here. We, I, like I said, not a scientist, not archaeologist, I'm not anything. But it's interesting that it doesn't say that there was empty space and then he said, let earth be formed. No, it says the earth was already there, but it was void. It was nothingness. It was empty. So maybe that was when the dinosaurs were here, before man. Maybe that's why scientists say, yeah, dinosaurs and man were not never on this planet at the same time. Mm. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. Now, another theory is this, right? And some people get mad at this because I am not denying that God can create the, everything in six days. I am not saying that. God could do, God could create everything in one second. That's how strongly I believe God could create. Mm -hmm. But another option is that from the first day to the second day could be two weeks, two months, two million years. That was a really good observation that you just did. When, yeah. did, when did you notice that? I don't know, years ago. Oh, okay. In prison. <laughs> I just noticed that. I was just like, oh, that's weird. Never talked about it, to be honest with you, until right now. Okay. Never talked about it. Just, I just kind of kept it in the cocoa. Mm -hmm. You know? In the cocoa? I got one minute to be silly, so that's it. I'm, that's, that's it right there, in the cocoa. In that's the it. nougat of yours? Okay. Yeah, and then I got a few seconds, and then I got to be serious. So, um, what, if, what if a lot of years passed? Once he, once he created the earth and once he did all that, we, we don't know, you know what I mean? And here's the thing. I'm not going to argue with anybody because you know what? They weren't there. I wasn't there. And it has no bearing on salvation. Yeah. You know, sometimes people want to argue and, and I'm like, is, this is not even a salvation issue. This is more like interesting, thought-provoking things, you know? What are you looking at? Something jump out of you? Yeah. But then what makes me think not, though, mm -hmm. is that when he says the earth sprouted and abundantly produced vegetation, plants yielding and according to their kind, you know, because um, they say that dinosaurs, you know, there, were, uh, there was vegetation mm -hmm. for the dinosaurs to be sustained by. My thought, too, because honestly. But then, I mean, but also they, they said that they were... Um, carnivores and there were some that were veg vegetated vegetated yeah. uh, type of dinosaurs but if, how could they sustain a vegetation that there was none yet okay you just made me think of something i read i've okay. just read it okay interesting thought right is that there was some scientists that said happy it. birthday oh thank happy birthday baby i gotta be serious now no stop keep thinking your thought <laughs> thought Happy I found, thank you. I found this very, very intriguing, this article. I don't know. Again, I'm not an expert. I could, it doesn't bear salvation with me. 
but you know, my mind gets going, was this, is that scientists had, had concluded that the earth had been destroyed several times before. Like this planet had many times been destroyed by um, a meteor hitting it, um, something happening, because uh, a meteor would hit and it would cause such an explosion that the ash would basically cover the atmosphere and everything would die and freeze. Mm. So this is what was interesting because this, this was a, a group of scientists that were not Christian, but this is amazing, right? They said they believed that the earth over time had been destroyed many times, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they said, but for some reason... Mm -hmm. What are you doing? Nothing. For some, but you're not listening. It's going to throw am, me off. I am. Go. I'll just let you finish because it's going to throw me off. For some reason, they were like, we don't understand why meteors have not come near this planet now. It's almost like as if, have you ever seen how you drive in and there's falling stars? And there's things that happen and there's meteors that hit other planets and all this stuff, right? Why are you looking at me like that? Because I'm thinking. Yeah. Because it's making me think right yeah. now. So imagine there's huge meteors. You're big, making me think. There's huge <laughs> rocks in space right now hitting planets like nothing. But for some reason, they don't hit the Earth. But this is what the scientists said. That the Earth has been hit many times before. But all of a sudden, for the last few thousand years... Because there's life on because it there's now. life on it now, and because God is in control of what's on this so earth. Even, so even the scientists are saying it's almost as if there's a shield over this planet ever since the last few thousand years. Ever so since there's life, ever since He created life on it. So let's let's play with that idea. What if the Earth? had vegetation, had all these things because it was formed, but a meteor hit it, boom, and left it desolate, left it dark, left it with no light. Until human life came. Until Genesis came. And he says, oh he found the earth without form and void, and it was darkness. Now my brain's going to be thinking about all this. So that's a, you know, but again, we're not. That's a good question, man. But it's interesting, right? It is. I it found is it really intriguing the fact that the scientists were saying they can't understand why meteors don't come close. Because when they go back, they said it doesn't make sense. Because you know how, like, like they know when, when um, um, comets, what year it's going to yeah, pass. Yeah. They know. So they go back and reverse all this stuff. And it's like they see an Earth that was pounded and pounded and pounded with asteroids. And all of a sudden, the last few thousand years, it stopped. You know, so we serve a big and great and mighty yeah, God. You know, so uh, <laughs> I was reading this non-Christian article, and I'm like, oh my God, this is the Lord. This is the Lord that once He created, and they say there's no God. Once He created the earth, we know God put a protection over it. You know, so and and and, and you know what the crazy thing is is that they say that it's science. It's science. No, it's God. Yeah, so to answer your question, why dinosaurs, I hope we, we answered it. The Bible doesn't describe it, but you know what? It doesn't discredit it. It doesn't discredit dinosaurs, and dinosaurs don't discredit the Bible. Um, the focus of the Bible was the Messiah, and that's it. Okay, Point now blank. let's go to cavemen. Caveman. 
It depends on what your question means. Because obviously, if we didn't have buildings to live in, we would live in caves. I, I think I think the first caveman was <laughs> was um 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 oh my god John Adam. the Baptist? No, Adam when he wore leaves. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> you know? I, I think he, you know, yeah. he he wore a uh, little little things Line made cloth? out of leaves. <laughs> yeah. Loincloths made out of leaves. So if you're talking about a caveman like like us but without a house to live in, then a lot of people were cavemen then in the Bible. They lived in caves. They lived in huts. They lived wherever they could make a, a place to keep warm. Mm -hmm. But if you're talking about caveman, like, <laughs> you know, like that, then no, that is evolution. And the Bible does not support evolution. We didn't come from monkeys. You know, we didn't come from a primitive human that didn't know how to use their hands or didn't know, you know what I mean? So it depends what, what you mean. If it's that, then the Bible does not support evolution. Because we did not come from uh, a blob in the ocean that turned into a fish, that turned into a frog, that turned into a lizard, that turned into a little monkey, and it turned into us. The Bible does not support it. He said, I will make man in my image. You were not a tadpole. He created Adam and Eve to be in the image of God. Now, if you say, why doesn't it mention cavemen? I believe <coughs> it does mention cavemen because the people sometimes lived in caves. You know, so this is proven because you can find caves that have writings inside of them, drawings. You know, they would draw buffaloes or they would draw whatever it is was going on in their, in their life. You know, so yeah, in that sense, the Bible does mention cavemen. You know, um, Moses was on Mount Sinai for 40 days. Yeah. What if he found a cave? Yeah. King David found King Saul sleeping in a cave. Yeah, in a cave. John the Baptist wore a, a camel and, and ate honey and locusts. Where did he live? Where did he hide from the rain and the sun? I bet you he lived in a cave. Yeah. You know, Elijah went to hide in, in a cave, cave when the Lord said, yes. what are you doing hiding yeah. in that cave? Yeah. So, yeah, but I have a feeling you probably meant the, a caveman, like, like a non-intellectual. And um, yeah, that is not biblical, but... Man has always lived in caves. If all of a sudden a nuclear bomb hit and you happen to survive and all the houses were destroyed, guess where you'd live? In a cave. You know, because that would be the most safest because at least you've got walls and something behind you. And all you have to do is protect what's in front of you from animals or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it seems like the safest thing to do, you know. But Yeah. Um, That's a good question, so. Yeah, man. It's, it's fun, guys, because to mm -hmm. me... That stuff is fascinating to me, you know. There's this movie that it's non-biblical, it's just a regular movie, but I love this movie only because it's like this. It makes my mind think. It's called, um, I think, 10,000 BC. Remember I bought oh, the Blu-ray? Yeah. I've never watched it, though. Oh, man. Oh, no. Are you going to make me watch no. it? No. Oh. But it's, they base this movie, nah, it's just fiction, it's not real or anything, I like it because it makes my mind wonder what it was like 10,000 years ago, you know? And um, it's pretty cool. It's called 10,000 BC. It shows a saber-toothed tiger. Um, it shows this kingdom civilization that was rising, and people believed it to be a god. And, um, man, I don't even want to tell you, because I don't want to ruin it for you if, if, if it's something you're interested in. But 
Um, that does interest me on on that. Um, I got to say this too, is that to me that goes along with why is there pyramids in Egypt and pyramids in Central America and Mexico? Mm-hmm. Why there? And it's interesting because if you look at a map and if you bring Africa close to South America and Mexico, it almost fits like a puzzle piece. And in the same area, the pyramids would be. Really? Yeah, it's crazy. Like, why is it that if you these continents were touching, the pyramids would be just in a little section? That's weird stuff to me, you know? You got to show me that. Yeah. And also, um, um, they were saying that, again, I don't know how to confirm this. I don't know. Maybe you guys can tell me something about this. But I remember reading or hearing about these old civilizations that were continents apart, right? But they always talked, their legends went after this person that showed up and taught them mathematics and war. They would teach them to be warriors, taught them how to make weapons. And, And it's weird, right? Because in all these continents, when they would draw this person or talk about this person, they all looked the same. It was almost like they're describing the same person. Water? And, no, I just, no. Okay. I'm about to wrap it up. <clears throat> I think it's interesting because of the Nephilim described the giants back in Genesis, where it says giants roamed the earth. Mm. And um, the sons of God married to the women. You know, and all that weird stuff like that. And like, again, I don't understand what that stuff is, but... Sometimes I wonder if demonic forces is what brought these nations war and weapons. You know, because they were smarter. They were smarter than the people, so they came teaching them, and because they taught them, they were considered gods. So these people that didn't know how to do this stuff, all of a sudden this person comes and teaches them weapons and teaches them warfare and teaches them mathematics. And so obviously they would worship him as a god because that's what these demons want. They're princes and they're principalities and they want to be worshipped. So sometimes I wonder if demonic forces ever manifested and shown themselves to a people to be their god. You know, because these demons had more knowledge than them. Yeah. And they taught them knowledge. Because why? Because it goes back it was to the Adam only way and Eve. that they were going to come in and have an effect on Yeah, yeah. and they would be worshipped. Mm-hmm. And it goes back. Remember in the very beginning, don't eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Yeah. So once once man ate that fruit, um, this this thing of wanting to know knowledge, wanting to be like God, was almost a drive in every human. Yeah. You know, and I could believe that demons would show up to these civilizations and say, hey, if you follow me, because what? think about it, what's the difference, right? Isn't that what they do to rock stars now? Yeah. Worship me and I will rise you to the top. So all of a sudden this demon appears to these people and says, hey, if you worship me, I will make you the biggest empire and you will destroy all these other nations and I will teach you war. I will teach you how to make weapons. I will teach you this and I will teach you that. And they become a god. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting things to think yeah, about. That that's really good. That's really good. Yeah. Got you got you thinking? Yeah, you got my mind's kind of like shroom right now. Welcome to my world, babe. That's the stuff swirling around my head sometimes. <laughs> 
Yeah, but I don't know how this stuff fits in that it, brain of these guys. It's interesting stuff. You know what I mean? It's really interesting stuff, and it's it's stuff that I, I wish I could know more about. I bring that up because if you watch Ten Thousand BC, it actually shows one of these giant gods. You know, you know what's crazy? Like now, just watching even Star Wars, you guys. I'm even seeing. I'm even now. I talk to him, and I'm like looking at things scripturally, and I'm like, man, I'm starting to. I get it now. I'm get it. Like I, I when we watch certain movies or something, I, it's like I'm, I'm able to see it now. I'm like, you know, I, I turn to him, and I'll be like, I just saw scripture in this, or I just saw yeah. scripture in that, and he laughs at me now because I, I, I get it. You know, and and I, I kind of well, get to it, see what you yeah, did, what the, goes in your brain now. It's funny, right? Because a hardcore Star Wars fan will probably punch me in the nose if they heard me say this. But I'm a I'm a Star Wars fan. I was there in '77 when it was made. Well, I wasn't there, but I was alive. Is Rogue One is my favorite, and I'll tell you why. Because it reminds me of the Old Testament. It reminds me of the Old Testament because that one guy, he's a, like a prophet. Remember, he's blind? Mm. And he says, I am one with the force, and the force is, is one with me. Remember, he keeps repeating that. The guy that plays, um, the, the karate guy that we, that we like, Bruce Lee's uh, trainer. Oh, I can't think of it right now. Babe. Yeah, but you know who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I do. Remember, he plays that, that, that he's a blind guy, and he has a, a staff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... and Anyways, that's why I like it, because it reminds me, I truly believe that Rogue One was made to seem like a biblical, like he's a prophet, and that city he lived in was like Jerusalem, because it happened to be in the middle of a desert. There's like so many parts so that many I references. see it. So yeah. many references that I see, and I'm just, I'm blown away with so many things that I see. Yeah. Like, I, I... The Emperor. A lot of things. You know, which is, to me, like an Antichrist. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah. Or even Satan himself. There's there's a lot there's a of dark force. There's a dark there's a dark because remember, part to it and there's you know There's the there's always the Sith Lord and then there's a there's always two. Yeah. Which reminds me of Satan and the Antichrist. And the Antichrist. He always has one. Yeah. You know what I mean? So to me, I think George Lucas used a little bit of Christianity, used a little bit of Judaism, probably used a little bit of Buddhism to make his movies. You know, that's why sometimes I'm like that's not biblical, but I think he purposely did that. Looked at the religions of the world to make his fantasy movie. I mean, it's just a fantasy movie, it's, but it's crazy. I do see crazy. when it's. I could tell when but it's I a lot of biblical. I see that in this. I see that in a lot of and a lot of the things that we watch and a lot of the things that you have kind of pulled me in to watch because I I I've never guys every time when he told me, "Are you a big movie person?" and I I thought that I was, but no, I wasn't. Because I, I could say that I would sit down to watch a movie, but I'd always get distracted and I'd get up and I'd walk away from it. So I've never been able to sit down and watch a movie thoroughly and watch it all the way through until I met David pretty much. It was hard for me to ever watch something. And um, I now watch things thoroughly and I have to really pay attention to them because the moment if I turn my head and I look at my phone or if I turn my head and I look at something he stops it like seriously stops the movie or says are you done 
And this is something we've seen already. Yeah, but he's, he'll stop it. And, or if I just get up to go get water or something, he'll pause it. And he'll pause it till I come back, guys. He will not keep it going. Um, but, you know, I, I pay attention to it. I really do. It's, and I get a lot from it. I really do. I just realized, is that what Ashley does? Yeah, you notice? Because every holiday or whatever, we go to her daughter's house for whatever reason. They decide to put a movie on. And they talk, they're talking, they're eating, they'll go sit on the couch for 15 minutes, and then she goes upstairs, comes back down 10 minutes later, talks to Tristan, helps him, sits down, watches, talks to you, and then she looks at it. If, if there's something loud that happens, she looks, and, and I'm like, these people never watch movies. <laughs> now, maybe it's because they have company, but you just, right now, your description of yourself made me see your daughter. That's exactly what I used to do. And you thought you saw that movie. Yeah. When in reality, you didn't see nothing. I didn't see nothing. That that was me. That Guys, was my whole... I love movies. And when I go there, I purposely ignore the TV. Because there's noise. There's people talking. There's people eating. There's people laughing. Mm. I don't even like to sit in front of the couch. If you notice, I hardly yeah. ever do. He goes to sit around the because whole big old island. Because people are going to talk to me. And it's either, you either talk to me or you watch a movie. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, don't, you can't do both at the same time. That's so true, guys. <laughs> so, so true. So. Very true. But, guys, that's just a pet peeve. That's just, that's just crazy me. Yeah. Very, very true. Talking about, you know, I, I just talked to her today and she says, Mom, she goes, you haven't answered my calls, you know, in the last two days. We were... We were your movie night. We movie night, and then um, on Sunday. Yeah, and then um, then church, and then I forgot. I was like, God, I gotta call then her today. back, and then yeah, and then we had something that we did Saturday. We were um, busy. Yeah, we did something that I, I I told myself I'm gonna call her back, and I'm gonna. She goes, Mom, you haven't even answered my call. We were back and you forth know? in the store Saturday. Something could be going on, and you didn't call me back, and I'm like, I'm so sorry, honey. She goes, I have COVID. And she goes, I, you know, I've been sick. And then Tristan tested positive for COVID yesterday. And now Daniel tested positive for COVID. We're all sick. You know, Tristan's been having a fever every day. I felt so bad. I go, oh, my God, honey. I go, I'm so sorry. I felt really bad. Saturday, you were buying all this stuff for the movie night. I was baking all night yeah. for your, for the, for this. Um, yeah, that's right. You were, yeah, you, could, you weren't baking. answering your phone because your hands were all powdery and stuff. Yeah, it was just, you know, and I told her, and I didn't want to call you so late, you know, yeah. but guys, you know, keep my daughter and, and, you know, her little family in prayer. All of them have COVID as well. Um, a lot of our families that we know, even online families, people that we know, lots of people, um, our assistant pastors, as you guys know, Pastor Lydia and, and Al and, um, you know, Crystal and James and, you know, the Ruans and gosh, it, there's just a lot of people, a yeah. lot of people that... Um, Derek in New Mexico. Derek in New Mexico, his, his family and his... Yeah, there's just so many people, guys, that are just... Um, you know, we do know that, that this is the most contagious, you know, um, the most contagious, I guess, you know, this, this form of, of COVID, but we know that, you know, people are not, um, 
becoming terminally ill, which we're so, you know, grateful and thankful. But, you know, nonetheless, you know, there's still some that, that get very, very ill from this. But we're just asking that you keep those families in prayer um, and just continue to pray for them. And, you know, if, if we can still, you know, give a lending hand where we can, you know, and, and be... Um, just be there for one another in in need you know because people still need things you know and um i know that we were able to take uh we still had two bags left of the medi medications you know mm -hmm. and abraham went to go leave one and um you know just if you know if you know somebody you know make sure that you give somebody a call if you know that somebody is by themselves um check on them, you know, um, give them a call. Like I had told Melodia, just, you know, check in, you know, um, she, she doesn't have it, but, you know, I know that she, um, she's by herself, you know, all the time, you know, and I tell her, Hey, just, you know, check in with us all the time. You know, anybody that's by themselves, you know, we have family members that are by themselves sometimes. And just, I always like to just hear a little text or something and just, you know, Hey, let us know how you're doing sometime, you know, just, Say hello. Just send a message, you know, to say hello and stuff. It's important. COVID or no COVID, it doesn't matter. Um, just, you know, we like to just hear and make sure that, you know, those people are doing okay, you know, that family members are doing okay. Um, just, you know, send a, a simple hello to, you know, our family members and stuff. So reach out, guys. You know, say a prayer for, for those that do have um, COVID right now. Yeah. Yeah. I had a few people text and asking what medicines, because as you guys know, just so many people we've known. I have, I have. Oh, hold one on, right hold here. on. Listen to what I'm gonna say though. Mm -hmm. We had so many people we know. Plus, because we had it in April, but I said, but I got to be honest with you. A lot of the symptoms you guys are feeling were not symptoms me and Sharon had. So the mm -hmm. list of medicine we took might not match what you need now. So I asked. I said, what's it depends. Before I answer your question, depends what symptoms you have. Yeah, true. Because in our day, in our day, when we had it back in April, that's when everybody was having lung issues and people were, were dying. Yeah. So um, taking mucinex and lots of water was probably one of the main, main ones, but not so much now. Now people are talking about stomach and, and um, upset stomach and, and uh, throat hurting, which none of those affected us yeah so it's a little different than what we were taking you know so it's but, not the same list yeah you know? but most uh most of the most of the ones that um i would say that most of the most of the ones that we should be um let me find them right here most of the ones that we should be doing are pretty much the same pretty much the same thing but i would know? be i would say if if you're going to go down the list i would say what for because if they're not feeling that symptom because they could be way different than what we had yeah then i would I, if you are going to do that i would i would couple each one with what symptom okay well first of all vitamins yeah that's no matter what vitamins no matter what you should be taking vitamin c um your vitamin d and your zinc Always make sure that you're taking your vitamin C, your D, and your zinc um, at all times. I think that's that's definitely important to mm -hmm. to take. Um, the one thing that you should always um, 
have in hand for sure is um, a TheraFlu tea, you know, a TheraFlu tea. Because of fever. Um, it does help. We, we found that the TheraFlu tea helps a lot more than your TheraFlu syrup. Yeah. Um, the TheraFlu tea, taking it at night, if you buy like the the daytime and the nighttime, it helps because that way you're not sleepy during the day. It usually comes in a box with mm -hmm. day and night, right? With day and night, yeah. But um, it breaks, it, if you're taking the nighttime, it kind of helps break your, it breaks you into a sweat at night, which helps. I like to put a little bit of lemon in there with, you know, with some honey and that kind of helps you out. Um, but it kind of helps break that fever as well. It kind of helps with a little bit of the fever too. Um, Mucinex um, helps with phlegm. That is if you feel that you have a lot of phlegm building up, if you, have, if you feel really, really congested, I would definitely do some Mucinex. Um, they it, doesn't, have, it doesn't work though, unless you drink lots of water with it. Because yeah. actually if you take that medicine, and you're dehydrated, it's actually going to make your phlegm worse. Yeah, you'll get worse. So remember, we would get, be like, man, you told me to take mucinix, and I feel worse. I'm like, you're drinking a lot of water with it? No. And they're like, no. I'm yeah. like, it is going to reverse on you and make it worse. Yeah, it will. Um, some people who ended up with a Delta variant were having, they were experiencing a lot of um, cramps. This didn't happen with the, with the regular COVID. With us, it didn't experience it. But once they got the Delta variant, they were experiencing a lot of cramps, a lot of cramping. Mm -hmm. um, they were Naus experiencing nausea. nausea and throwing up. Um, but with this new one, it's more of the flu and everything. In so in the throat. So that's why. And headaches. The headaches. Um, I heard that was Delta too, though. Yeah, Delta and the, the and the new one, the new variant, is a lot of the headaches. So mm -hmm. I would definitely, definitely um, stick to like a Tylenol. The Tylenol PM, believe it or not, works really, really good. It helps you sleep. Yeah, it helps you sleep, which honestly, you want to get a lot of rest. It's something that you definitely want to do. Drink a lot of fluids and you want to get a lot of rest. And the Tylenol PM really does help you sleep. Even if it's during the day, you do want to take like a Tylenol PM to help you sleep. Um, so I would stick to like a Tylenol PM. And I would, if you do have cramping though, honestly, um, Midol, I know it's for women, but Midol actually works for cramping. Um, if you're experiencing those really heavy cramps, you know, so I would definitely take Midol. But back to the Mucinex, I would um, go to a Mucinex, which is um, the, the DM, which is the Max, and that's the Fast, um, fast Max. They have the night one as well. Mm -hmm. And like he said, lots of fluids, guys. Lots and lots of fluids. Work. I had seen um, somebody had post about, you know, that they wanted um, uh, Tampico and orange juice. The worst that you might want to drink. That's like a phlegm sick. creator. An irritator. Milk, milk, Tampico's, orange juices, pineapple juices, any type of acid, acidic type of juices, cranberry juices or anything like that. I wouldn't drink them, guys. Those are the worst juices that you're going to want to drink during any type of sore throats or any type of coughing or anything like that because what it's doing it's building up um more phlegms it's actually building more acidity 
um, anything acidic is is not good when you're having because what it can cause you're get, you can cause up um, it can cause more of a sore throat and you're only going to cut up more of your throat and um, it's it's not good at all. Um, so be really 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 careful with um, drinking um, anything that's acidic. Uh, so those are the main things, guys. Honestly, mm -hmm. if you happen to have anything, um, any type of, any type of, um, opportunity to get muscle relaxants, or if you do have a muscle relaxers, um, that is something that helps a lot because yeah. you're going to experience a, a lot of, um, body pain, anything to help with, you know, your body feeling yeah. um your muscles being relaxed the reason we like saying muscle relaxers over opioids is because they're they're not they're not opioids they're no. they're not you know like some of those other over the uh, prescription drugs that can be addictive uh, muscle relaxers actually was the only thing that helped my body pain but there is um one one um alternative thing that will help you tremendously and that will actually help a lot is to get into an Epsom salt bath. Um, not only will the Epsom salt bath alleviate pain, but um, I will say that if you get into a hot bath and you actually get into a hot bath to the hottest, you can actually take it and put in two full cups of Epsom salt. Um, not only it's going to de detox and start to really um, detoxify a lot of the toxins in your body. And that's actually a really, really good thing because, um, you know, a lot of the times when we're taking so much medication, when we're taking, when there's so much stuff that our body has collected, um, that's what, that's what Epsom salt does. It detoxifies through the pores within the bottom of our feet within the palms of our hands, you know, within the certain areas and parts of our bodies that, you know, toxins actually releases and getting into the Epsom salt baths, it really, really does help. So I would suggest that you all actually run a few, you know, um, Epsom salt baths. And that actually not only, um, helps with detoxifying but it actually helps with relieving pain it helps with um, inflammation and everything and and it helps a lot guys it actually helps also if you get a q-tip and you use a little bit of that same you know of a little bit of epsom salt and water and you get a q-tip and you run it on the edge of the inside of your nose and everything to cleanse out the insides of your nose of your nostrils and everything so, um, hopefully that helps out a little bit. You know, those are some of the things that you can do, um, to help out your body when you're going through some of this stuff and just make sure you take your vitamins, bone broth. Um, another thing, do your studies on bone broth. If you can, if you can't go out of your home and you don't have, I would definitely, um, get, you know, some chicken feet, maybe do chicken feet bone broth, do oxtail bone broth and do straight bone broth, you know, put it into your, um, into a, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it straight over the stove, but I would do a slow cooker or I would do your, um, what's my, um, 
oh my god uh the pot the pot that i use the crock pot i would cook it in the crock pot do not cook it for 10 hours or anything like that i do a 46 hour cooker um cook it in there for 46 hours full fill it up with water um use some natural salt guys just a little bit of natural salt in there um maybe some onion or you know some very simple you know simple like maybe some onion or something like that and cook some oxtail in there and just do the straight bone broth and just drink it all of that is really really nutritious for you and that bone broth will actually give not only give you strength but it's actually really good for flus and all of that elderberry is really good for you as well Oh yeah, um, we didn't even mention yeah. that. Yeah, elderberry is amazing for for uh, cutting infections, for flus and colds and all of that as well. Um, also, the green machine, guys. I know I said that we were gonna, you know, do the video, but the green machine, you know, just any just any type of broth, guys. You know, drinking any type of broth um, is really good for the immune system. Things that are gonna just go automatically uh, directly into your bloodstream and um all of that stuff is just really really good for you you know um i've been drinking a lot of broths you know in the last week and a half two weeks and you know i'll be honest with you my just my hip right my hip has done mm -hmm. a little bit better and just you know in just the last you know week and a half you know since then and um it, it it does really good when you're you're doing stuff that helps your body feel a little bit better so you know guys you know just take care of yourselves so that's it that is it yep all right guys we love you guys enjoy your morning god bless you and we'll see you guys tomorrow you're taking your mic off before i even stop the video i was right here uh -huh. i still have i still got it right here all right chill all right guys bye all right bye guys